0: And we're live. Strong Calm Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, My name is Aaron Dunn and Strong Calm Podcast, if you this is your first time listening, is all about the calm. Strong version. Calm, C-O-M, is the root word that means together or in common. And I use that word as a springboard. We use that word as a springboard to talk about three subjects that I'm very passionate about, that I love helping people with. That would be communication, online and off, community building, online and off, and how those two things work together to build stronger company, whether that's the company that you are building, like a business, or the company that you keep. Today, I've got a very very special guest and especially strong communicator in his own right, community builder uh, in a unique way, and that is Gemini at Inimig. Underscore, Jim and I backward. I had, it took me a while to figure that out, but uh, that's who I have right in front of me. I can see them. You can't because anonymity is very important when you're a graffiti artist. So uh, this is a a, a really cool opportunity. I'm really thankful for you being here. Um, We're going to talk about graffiti through the lens of these three C's, uh, strong, common, and how it can impact our community in beneficial ways. Uh, the challenges that might come about when you're a graffiti artist trying to come up um, and, and just graffiti in general, it's just going to be a really cool conversation. So share with a friend, subscribe on, on your favorite podcast platform. I'm on YouTube as well. So like, share, subscribe, you know what to do by now. Um, we're going to jump into it before we jump into the three C's though. I want to learn a little bit more about you, Jim and I tell, 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 the audience the listener you know a little bit about who you are and how you got started
1: all right cool man so as a kid i was always a bit artistic you know i just see something on the wall picture frame hanging i draw it and whatnot and then it was about high school junior year my friend he was um always painting these names in class just sketching out sketching out just all these different names and whatnot and then one day i was like you know what I want to go with him. I know he's out there, you know, doing some stuff. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with him one day. So I'd ask him, like, hey, man, let me go out with you one night. And he was like, all right, cool. We picked the night, went out on the weekend. And so the whole point of it at first was I was young, you know, just to be a hoodlum, just to go do something we probably shouldn't be doing. And then at that point, we get to the, we get to the house, my friend's house. And then my friend's like, all right, pick your paint. And I'm like, wait, what? And then he's like, yeah, pick your paint if you're going to go out with me. You're going to paint. You're not just going to go out with me, dude. And I was like, oh, dang. We're already committed. You know, we're already here. Uh uh So at that point, I picked my paint. We did this one wall, which I got to revisit this wall this year. So it was a really nostalgic feeling to know that I was the first wall I ever touched. But, yeah, after that first night, man, it was addictive. We couldn't stop. We went out all summer long, every night, every night that we could at least, every night that we could get our hands on paint, you know. Mm -hmm. So, at that point, it was just all kind of downhill, and you know, it's stuck. So I never really just gave it up. Throughout the years, I've always enjoyed touching the wall, and onto this year, that I actually applied time and energy into pursuing it, you know, a lot more.
0: Yeah. So that, that's awesome. So like my interest in graffiti started, uh, and, and like I've never touched the wall. I never like tried it. You know, I, But but as a kid, um, I grew up in a small town. And we had railroad tracks and we had to go across the railroad tracks, you know, to get to school every, you know, every morning. And, you know, of course, to get home. So there was always a train, you know, every week I saw a train and then, you know, train cars. I mean, that's prime, prime real estate. So I was fascinated by all the different types of graffiti that, you know, you get to see and the level of talent and the level of risk and the level of like, oh my gosh, they, they did the entire car. Yeah, like right. they didn't do just four feet or whatever. They did the entire freaking car. So like I was inspired by that, like of, of how it's counterculture, how it takes absolute skill, dedication uh, to, to make it happen. And as a, as a football or uh, as a, as a hip hop fan, uh, I don't always say football, as a hip hop fan, like graffiti is it, like, now now, hindsight 2020 i was like wait a minute like that's why that that's probably the first touch of hip-hop culture that i came across and i didn't even realize it really yeah. at, the, at the at the beginning you know but then you figure out that it's one of the core foundational pillars of, of hip-hop right yeah, for sure so uh that that's kind of like my experience with graffiti of just being a fan of it and and just the idea of graffiti right so like like, what does that? What does graffiti mean to you? And 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 you know, outside of like just kind of doing something as a as a young person and saying, oh, I can get it, kind of get away with it. It's like a you know, high risk, high reward yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what is it that
1: like fuels that fire and 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 captivated you about the art form itself? Well, one thing that I really do love about graffiti aside from you know other forms of art is that. You know, we're out there risking our freedom, risking our time with our family, at times risking our life considering like all the trespassing and going over place. You just jump on fence. You don't know where you're at or, you know, you're just moving. So to sacrifice all that for just getting up, you know, at the end of the day, no one's paying you, you're investing your time. To me, I always felt like the truest form of art you know, I'm, I'm biased in that sense, but... No one's getting paid, you know, it's just for whatever purpose you're doing it for. And everybody has their reasons. In the beginning, when I was a younger kid, it was mainly just to do something, you know, just to do something reckless, just to be out there in the streets and whatnot. But as I get older, I find my mindset about everything just changing. Now I see it like as a strong tool to use to get a message across, to touch on relevant issues, you know sometimes people feel powerless like they don't have a voice you know their voice gets lost in the blur of everything else but when you pass like a 30 by 50 foot wall it's hard to ignore it you know what I'm yeah. saying like when you see it you're just like oh shit you know like and it makes you stop and pull over and take a picture and just kind of like admire it for a minute so using it as a tool as far as getting the message across I feel now is the important thing is the way I see it just you know just my message and my voice and what I like to share with the world and the ideas that I have and the things I don't like or do like, you know, and all of the above. That's awesome. So when it comes to
0: getting that tag, right, getting your, so I got a, it's like a two-parter, I guess, question for you. So Gemini, that, that, that name, I'm sure people will be curious,
1: like where does that name come from and why is, why is it Um, that you chose it? And it's just always been, like, a super unique name. And, like, considering, like, when I'm out there, like, it's alter ego me. You know, it's like Batman Undercover Superhero. Just you're out there like a ninja moving with the night. So it was always just, like, a cool name I kind of dig. You know, there's always, like, a double meaning to it. It's always, like, a two-way thing, you know. So I've always looked at it in that sense of duality, and I kind of liked it. So I figured, why not? And I could play with it so much. The lettering forms and the two eyes, and as far as, like, putting double names and just emphasizing on the gemini itself i really dig this so you know that's what i stick to and as a graffiti artist you know you you really hold down that name that's like essential that's what everyone's gonna see you by so if like someone went out one weekend and you're driving now you can easily tell oh okay he went down this street he turned back around dang he killed the whole north side mm-hmm. and then came back to the bus stop so you can kind of see their route and their activity on where they were but you don't a lot of these people you never even meet. You never even know who they are. Every now and then you get the network like underground and meet an artist and go out with him and you know both y'all go out together, but for the most part, sometimes they don't even know each other. Mm-hmm. It's just like a respect factor from where we're out, we're like, all right, we are out we are like alright we do not touch his stuff. You know, it's just we move around each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's really cool. It's 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 the true kind of under underground, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Um another thing that I think about is like, you know. I, I, I come from the marketing world, right? So marketing and branding and how important it is to get your name out there, like how important that is. And, you know, that's the, that's the kind of magical thing about a train car because it, you know, who knows where it originated, yeah. but it's going to be everywhere. everywhere. Um, you know, is it important for you to, to really like blow up the Gemini brand as an artist? And, and and communicate that like this is this is your work kinda of like a like you know everybody knows Banksy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's countless other graffiti artists out there and I'm sure there's prominent ones that you're aware of that yeah. um you can mention maybe. But like it like how far do you feel like you're you're wanting to go? Because like you said, like this is the year that you're really getting prolific about
1: it. Like yeah. you're not going away. Yeah, no not at all. And I mean I've thought about that and- Every every week, every month is constantly evolving and my ideas about where I want to take this, you know, change. But I knew I know for a fact that I want to get big enough to where painting could be a little more accessible and easier for me as far as my time. You know, I got work and I do this on the side. I invest my time after work. So a lot of the time, you know, there's things I want to accomplish that I really just don't have a lot of time to deal with. But for the most part, just enough to where, you know, maybe a sponsorship or something to where I can get pain easier, maybe for free sometimes. Get to do a little bit of events and whatnot. That's pretty much as big as I plan to take yeah, it. I'm not looking for any, like, international not- notoriety or anything like that for the most part. But the, the movement itself, I know for a fact that I want to be able to at least have it, like, to where headquarters for artists locally to where i can acquire the walls and any artists that want to put their stuff up or want to take a shot at doing like a mural and have a positive message then i could just link them up with those walls and kind of have the whole cityscape just being painted at different times so i really want to have this as a creative outlet for artists to just be able to hone in on on a local basis you know like no loops you gotta jump through is strictly to the point like hey final sketch cool here's what the owner owner approved all right this is the day you're going out there and just we'll get it done just to cover the city as much as we can, man. So I'm not going away and I'm really pushing it pretty hard. So, I mean, every week that passes by, every walk is a new experience that helps me learn how to do it better next time. And a lot of the times, yeah, I feel I get a no a lot of the times, you know. But even then, learning from that and saying, okay, well, what went wrong there? How can I apply it better? What can I say better? And sometimes you know just knowing nothing went wrong, everybody's different. Some people just don't want you to paint their wall, man. Yeah. They don't dig it. That's understandable. It's cool. You know, a lot of people aren't gonna like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's get into that here uh, a little bit of just like the the what the the challenges there there might be. Uh we do have one comment. So shout out to the listeners to the watchers of StrongCom. Um I know you can't see Jim and I Uh, but you can't see his walls around town. So be sure that you're on the lookout for him. Uh, Definitely follow him on Instagram. Uh, Ms. Garza says, you're my hero, Jim. And that's a beautiful thing. So uh, thanks for uh, leaving a comment. If you have a comment, if you have a question uh, for Jim and I, uh, definitely send it. We'll we'll put it up here and I'll ask it to him and we'll get you an answer. So thanks for watching and sharing and all that. We're going to jump into the three C's. That's what this uh, podcast is all about. Communication, community, company. So, um, and also one thing I didn't do is uh, I I do want to pull up your, I want to pull up your Instagram so people can actually see your work as we're talking. So I'm going to do that real quick. Um, Let's see, share screen, share screen, tab, phone, share. All right so now you can see some of the work there. Uh, let's see here. So there we go. So now you can see Instagram, uh, uh Gemini's Instagram here. Um, if you want to check out more of his work, these are just some of the, some of the examples of work that is out there. I mean, as you can see, it's high quality, unique stuff. That's all around Tyler. Uh, I really admire your work, man. Really Appreciate amazing. that. Man. So, um, so yeah, let's 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 jump into let's jump into the communication aspect of it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one to like leave it on real quick. So let's just do
1: this. Oh, it's not gonna let me. All
0: right, we'll fiddle with that later. But um, all right. So first, C communication. Um, one thing along this subject about like graffiti, right? It, we're we're gonna go broad, and then we're gonna go we're gonna really localize. Right. Okay. So like with communication graffiti as an art form like you said just earlier some people just don't dig it but some people really really dig it right so like i guess how do you how do you think about communicating your ideas like you mentioned and maybe you can hint on like what what kind of grander vision you try to impart into your work if if, if you were to help you know people understand kind of where you're coming from from a creative aspect and like what what messaging you want to get across because like graffiti is really interesting because you have so you have a skill set that you can transfer like really powerful messages to someone like with with paint um but it's also confined in that name like you said like the double and and for Gemini, it's, it's that double meaning yeah um so Uh, Coming from a poet, I'm a poet. So double meanings like it's, you know, I love it. Right. So. So, like, when you're brainstorming an idea, like you're always trying to, I imagine, reinvent like how you present yourself. So, like, take us into that thought process of like, okay, I'm going to hit this wall. Here's the wall. Like, how do you decide, like, what creative direction to go with any given
1: project? So each wall is different in a sense to where the shape of the wall is different. Sometimes you have a little ledge sticking out here, a little corner piece that's shorter. It gradually gets tinier and more slanty. So that always goes into account. So it'll depend on, like, sometimes I'll have sketches already just backed up. And like I'll pull one out of the archive and say, you know what, this would be good for that wall. But I know that as of lately, I've been just doing my name, doing just regular was I'd say because I couldn't start off strong with just so much political messages like I couldn't just come on the scene like super strong with all my radical ideas my political messages and whatnot, because it would have got it have been a bit too controversial at first and then the seed being planted would have been like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like right now I'm at a point where I can put up a law with like a strong message and be a big controversial about it without getting so much resistance. Now, that's where I want to lean on now. I feel like when I get a wall, I just, i first say, okay, well, what area am I in? What's the demographics like? What message is going to pertain more to the people that live in this community as opposed to just, you know, taking a message that really doesn't relate to those people or anything at all and just putting it right there in the neighborhood. And then everybody has to see it every day. They're like, yo, where does this come from? Like, who is this? Like, we, we don't dig that like at all. So I always take that into consideration saying, you know what, it would be cool like for the people here? Like what would they dig? You know, what would the kids dig? Like what would be something that I could do in my style that also benefit like the people here? And I always take that into consideration doing my wall, man. So like I said, lately, I've been thinking more about diving into some more spiritual aspects of painting. So like the messages are super spiritual and also, you know, they're relevant to what's happening today. All the issues we're faced with today, kind of touching on that a bit more and, Anytime you do that, you know, it's always a perfect wall because anytime you put up something where half the people aren't going to like it, you always have to worry about it, getting it painted. Like, I've had walls where people come get painted, throw it on over the wall just because they don't agree with the message or anything. So, that's always taken into account. But I feel before doing any wall, man, you know, you gotta respect the space in the area you're in, you know. Know your area and be real respectful about not leaving a mess, tidying up, you know, being careful with who sees what, what you're doing at that moment. So I always take that into consideration before doing the walk.
0: See, that's 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 awesome to hear. And that's why I, I really wanted to have you on here because I, you can tell. Like, I, as a passerby, as somebody who's followed you for, you know, months or, or what have you since you've been real active on Instagram, like, once I realized, oh, this dude's, like, right here, like right <laughs> next door, um, I can tell that you really you, – you do – put so much thought into it. And I think that it's a misconception sometimes uh, with graffiti artists from the public sphere that like this guy is all he's caring about is like putting his name up yeah. and has no regard for, you know, what is actually going on, you know, in our community, you know, and that's so important. Um, you know, that that's an important consideration to make. I mean, marketing 101 is know your audience, yeah. know what message, You know, know who you're going to impact with your message first. So, like, that's a that's a lesson you can take from the podcast if you're not taking notes already, Mm -hmm. you know. But at the same time, it's like it's also like refreshing to hear that, you know, in the counterculture of graffiti work that that is a
1: an important consideration for you as well. I feel like that's a big responsibility as an artist. You know, like a lot of people, like let's say in any platform, given the fact that you're a celebrity, whether you're an athlete or any level at any height of whatever attention you know like what you're saying and what you're doing people are really going to soak in you know and some people are going to be inspired by it even maybe so it's always cool to give out something positive so when people see you know they're like all right cool well you know i can get behind that like i feel like when i came into the scene i jumped on kind of showing everybody hey check this out look what we can do look what can be done Mm -hmm. and now that you know everyone's like okay cool this can be done I feel like I'm at the point where, like, all right, now let's say something with this, you know? Yeah. Like, let's start saying some stuff. And that's always been the main thing with me, man. So, yeah, you hit it right on the money. Like, all these things, like, go into play. And I feel like people are, have a misconception that, oh, this is just some hoodlum. This is some gangster out there. And movies had a lot to portray within that, you know? You always yeah. had a cholo with the spray paint can. <laughs> like, they think the gangs are the same as these people. But yeah. there's no affiliation whatsoever. So, I mean, in order to take that... And just kind of show people, hey, look what can be done. Like, cause when, as soon as you start adding an illustration, like, then incorporate your name within it, and you have several subliminals in there, then it becomes hyper-complex. Where it's like, hey, we're going to stay here for a while. Let's break this thing down. And then throughout that, you can get, like, 10, 15 different messages from it. And that was the goal at the end of the day, you know? So that's super important. I feel like every artist should hone in on that and use that to their advantage to say, hey, well, what can we say here right now in this space?
0: Yeah. Love it, man. Love it, and you know I think we're we uh, we might we might circle back to like the first C here with with communication yeah. because I mean the the way the podcast is set up and and just the way it all interlinks. You know what I mean? Right. Like all these things kind of interlink together. So the transfer uh, to make like a hard uh, switch into community the community aspect. It's like Tyler, uh, Tyler specifically is definitely warmed up to the idea of uh, public art, uh, art on the side of buildings. Um, it wasn't just, I mean, two, three years ago where you wouldn't find art anywhere anywhere. outside of a gallery, outside of Tyler Museum of Art, you know, in that kind of the fine art academic, you know, level, like that's where the art exists, right? Whereas now, you know, in, in 2020, uh, I mean, there's a, there's, there's murals, on breweries, there's murals on city walls, there's art, you know, being created all the time. And I think Tyler's, the the Keep Tyler Beautiful board, they're trying to find more artists for a particular, another particular wall uh, downtown. I don't know how many artists, but oh, yeah, yeah. It, there, there, there's a few city sponsored projects to get these, you know, to get more art into the city. So that's, that's gotta be encouraging
1: for someone like you. Oh, definitely, you know, it's just cool to see because at the end of the day, that was a whole goal man like at one point it was like God, i have no argument. you go to houston austin dallas you know you're presented by giant murals and you're just in awe of the whole thing like they utilize the cityscape and the walls there i mean a lot of other cities have huge events where they have artists come in from all over the place they have the whole city popping you know vendors and it brings tourism that's more taxes people stay here spend money here mm-hmm. so it's a good thing, and I really like the fact that, you know, the city is getting a bit more involved and in trying to do their thing with it because I looked at it in a sense of, like, you know what, well, well, why wait for it to happen when I have the capabilities to make it happen myself? So at that point, it was kind of a mindset to, like, you know what, I'm taking over. I'm taking over the whole scene. Like, at this point, you know what, we're doing this. And that wasn't my mindset, you know. I was at it, like, super hungry. I wanted it bad for years now, but I never just actually committed to it. Until so this year, I gave it a shot. I was like, you know what? Like, we're gonna take over the scene big time. So, collaborating with several other artists in the community has been great. And luckily, man, we've been getting walls like quite a bit. And the north side and the west side, i say, is rich. Like, Gentry, Hillside, super rich with wall. Like, so many walls that could be utilized in that space, even around downtown so many abandoned buildings that have been sitting there for 10 years, not doing nothing with it. People take pictures there anyways. Yeah. So to be able to go there and say, you know what, well let's spice it up a little bit, bring some life to this place. Everybody will pretty much enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit before we went live about, you know, some of the challenges and the pushback because, you know, like it's important that, you know, so we, we see that kind of cultural move that that shift of, of, of how people think and the, Uh, think about graffiti and and and, uh, public art and art on walls you know in a permanent you know spot Um, so that shift is slowly happening but inevitably you say you know it's way different things like i'm a muralist yeah than to walk in and say i'm a graffiti artist like this is where i come from oh yeah so like talk a little bit about that and this is kind of you know we're switching back to communication but like talk a little bit about those challenges and like how how you how do you start building these relationships uh, and and get yourself into the door so you can uh, showcase this different side, this diff this different the subculture within the art community?
1: Well, I made a lot of resistance a lot of times, like you said. As soon as I start off, like sometimes I just say street art as mm-hmm. opposed to graffiti, because the second you mention graffiti, it's all of a sudden like a wall that's put up. And people are like, oh, no, 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 Like, I don't know what the, the city would think of it. And a lot of people are misinformed. Like, they don't think they can get something on their building and get in trouble, not get in trouble with the city. I think anything that goes up, it has to go through them, but it's their private property at the end of the day. So I've practiced a lot of the times before going to a person where I know there's a location I want. I'm like, I really want that while I'm going to go and talk to this person. I'll practice, like, what I say beforehand. But a lot of the times you get there and you feel the person out, and sometimes, you know, a person is real old school, you know, like straight to the point. And you just, you got to wing it and just tell them why you're there. Like, hey, yeah. I'm here to do this. And a lot of the times the first question is like, well, how much am I paying for? say, like, no, 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 you're not paying anything. So that's, that helps me get in as well. Because when I say you're not paying for nothing, look like at the work I've done. This is what I plan on putting up. like, oh, well, you know, cool. You know, then at that point, it's like, all right, let's hear it. But there's a real big stigma with it that comes along associated with it is that you know i should be a gangster i should you know have all these things and whatnot but i mean i don't i embody at the end of the day i don't ever sit there and say oh well no i hear you man people shouldn't be doing that. i'm like no dude that's where i came from you know like that's how i started art like i came up in the streets illegally and i would never disbarge that like without that that tag or without those throw-ups I would never get to a point where I can piece up like this and do your mural so I get that a lot people are like oh I love these murals I love this one I just hate that tag why do you why do you have to do it illegally? why do you do the trains inside of the buildings and I'm like oh man if you did it you'd understand like you know like I couldn't just jump on the scene call myself a graffiti artist do a couple murals and get some respect like without putting work in you're not going to get no respect. You can even, people would laugh at you in this underground community, you know? So, I really like the fact that as of lately, people are okay with it. Like, hey, you know what? I dig it. And the more and more walls I push out, the more other owners are like, you know what? Yeah, I like that. I like what you're doing. Let's go ahead and do it. And I would say though, real quick, that it's easier to get walls in the north side mm-hmm. than it is in the south side. I could imagine. A hundred times easier. Anytime. I'm anywhere in the south side is so much more resistance you know you don't even get halfway through the door to talk to the person you need to be talking to but in the north side I can walk straight up to the owner we can understand each other on a leveled basis and then from there kind of like you know give each other a shot or they give me a shot and real real thankful for it, at the end of the day I make sure to clean up their space take care of everything and stuff like that so I would say that's the big difference because if you paint something in the south side, most of the time by the next morning, it's gonna be covered over. But I could take you to the north side and show you tags that have been up for nine years, yeah, things have been up for seven years, like on all these corners of these post signs, and it's just the way it is,
0: yeah, yeah. What, what do you think? Like, it is the way it is. The, the, what do you think that cultural difference is? Do you think that, you know, like, like, what, what do you, yeah, what, what do you think that cultural difference is, honestly, like. Is it is it is it based on the fact that like graffiti does come from like that street culture and the and the illegality and like like, you know you know you know graffiti when you
1: see it yeah you know it's it's it it's a it's a style it's a different style from like let's say, people like I said people go back to the people associate gang tags with like graffiti but all that is like a X couple digits couple dots here and here and they're just like marking their spot saying hey this gang is here this neighborhood but with graffiti. You, you can tell the style of lettering, the structures are different, tags are different, markers, all that good stuff. And honestly, I'd say that the whole distaste for it really comes in the fact that, you know, it's from the street and it's illegal. People like to substitute legality for morality. I feel like a lot of times that's where we get confused because some people like the fact that it's a law and it's even written down means, okay, but that's bad, you shouldn't be doing it. If you do it or associated with it, then therefore you in turn should be a bad person that I probably don't want to associate with. Mm. And I find that that mindset goes into it a lot. And at the same time, you know, every time you're more poor or you come from nothing, you're like a little more resourceful, you make something happen. You know, it's always like this weird thing. We've always had it, man, whether like it's like the nobles with the peasants and the kings and queens times, or even today, Right now, you can even apply it to that. It's like a reoccurring theme throughout civilization. And it's always that first step right there. Like, oh, well, this person's poor or this person. You know, that's that kind of art. They come from that line, side. Like, yeah, you know, you're on that side of town. And it's just, I would say that this in the most impoverished communities, you find that they're mainly minorities. You know, so you already have that struggle right there, having to come out, you know, make a name for yourself and try even harder and put in double the work no one's going to give you this opportunity, you know what I mean? So you kind of have to take it, be a bit aggressive, but at the same time network and just be respectful. always say, as long as you're genuine and you come to people with respect, you know, they're going to reciprocate that back. And if they don't, then move on. You know, it's like there's plenty more walls, plenty other people like you just don't associate with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You always want to dig with people on their same wavelength, the people that are, you know, pushing just as hard as you. you surround yourself with those people. And, you know, those are the people you want in your corner.
0: Yeah. Most definitely. Love it, man. Uh we got some more comments on here. Thank you so much for uh sharing the comments. Uh real quick, uh let's see, Cynthia Garza. She says, What's your favorite wall you've done? Oh man.
1: Um, see as of lately I say the that wall about that wall with Drake. Yeah. The Drake wall. Just because I was able to try out a couple of different things i've been wanting to try out lately just the symmetry on it the fact that you know it was a close friend of mine i've, I've really just been focused on that one lately
0: yeah so let's let's talk about that because and and this is a beautiful uh, it, it is it is beautiful it, it, it's amazing and uh you know this is the absolute expression i think of strong calm in a community when you when you when you layer all these things on top of each other the communication the community aspect and how it can it can positively impact our community in a in a really significant way so uh if you would talk a little bit about your relationship with drake because i'm sure people don't know and uh that kind of thing and like how this kind of came about this this idea
1: you know oh man he was a i met him during high school this was like i graduated back in 2010 Mm -hmm. 2009 i mean 2009 so i knew him since about 2006 or seven i'd say 2007 Mm -hmm. six yeah and he was my neighbor he moved next door and since then you know we've spent countless nights on the front porch just talking till 3 a.m in the morning just sharing each other's life stories about how we feel about the state of the world where we're at in life you know like our mistakes, you know, our aspirations and everything. And so super deep talks. One thing about him is that when y'all spoke, it wasn't gonna be just a pass the time. It was gonna be some serious, you know, like heart on your sleeve, like meaningful, genuine conversation. And even though he moved several times, he's always come to the house, just stopped by. We've always been super close, man. And it sucked, you know, whenever he had passed away. So when that happened, I was immediately like you know what man we got to get a wall up like we got to get a wall up that'd be great like so after that i just started sketching came up with something and then shout out to mundo for giving me the wall man like mundo via like he really came through he gave me the space there and everything was cool so i really really enjoyed doing that and i was surrounded there by friends mutual friends you know people that we grew up together, that we've been through a lot of stuff together, some hard times and a bunch of other stuff. And we were all there just doing the wall. You know, I was doing the wall, and everybody was there just for support, hanging out, having a good time, you know, talking about Drake. So that that time really meant a lot, and that wall really, really meant a lot. Someone got close and analyzing it. Right next to it, they put uh, Beaners for Life, like right to the left of it, <laughs> and it was close. So when I drove by, I was like, ooh, you got close, man. You got close, but no one went over it.
0: Yeah, well, thank, thank, thank goodness. Um, if you're if you're curious to know where that wall is, uh, it's actually right beside. I mean, it's it's very very close to where we are now at Innovation Pipeline, but um, it's it's pretty hard to miss if you're on the right road. So, yeah. uh, you know, and it just showcases you know the the support that I saw after it went up. I, I mean, the impact of losing Drake. I never got to meet him personally. Uh, we did an event, a poetry event. He judged a poetry event that I was a part of. And it was cool to, to see him there, but we never got to chop it up. Uh, but, it, you know, I, I think many, many, many people, you know, were touched by his life, just the way that he lived. You know, uh, he was an uplifting individual. And so to to lose somebody like that in the community, you know, it, it, was, it was hard for so many. It's still hard for, for so many Definitely. people but to memorialize someone like that that in, in such a unique and, and and powerful way I mean you know you can't replicate it yeah man. you know so uh, it, it's just it, it showcases how graffiti can be used in in an enriching and legacy building and and powerful unifying way so I applaud you for that and you know, I hope other people see that like the medium itself is almost necessary to make sure that
1: it all translates properly. Yeah, definitely. Because I know when I was doing the the sketching now and the lettering for everything, I knew I wanted to be something that you would just sit back and be like, man, this fire, you know, I really dig that shit like hell yeah. So in doing that i've been wanting to try his letters out and i can just hear his voice in the background like yo, I looks clean jimmy you know so i was just like all right this is it this letter this style this color it was his favorite color everything just flowed so together because i could have just like dressed it up and did some like little cursive writing and whatnot made it look like a monogram or something but no i wanted it real raw real you know as authentic as possible like utilizing you know the brushstroke, the calligraphy, the style of lettering itself, the colors of the images and everything. And I mean, so many people go into to that wall and take pictures. So many people go up there like I get tagged in pictures from people coming in from Dallas or Fort Worth. Like every time I pass by, there's always people there at that wall. So it was mind blowing to see, you know, because to me it was something small, you know, something personal that I wanted to do. You know, it wasn't for anybody else but for myself. And doing that and being able to see how people interacted with it, I was like, "Oh shit, dude, that was that was a, that was a big deal." Like you know, the more and more I look at it, and the more and more time passes by, I realize like what an impact it had, as opposed to just me trying to be humble about it, like, eh, you know, it was just something I did." But it says sin afterwards. You're like, "Oh, dang, that was that was pretty cool." Definitely,
0: definitely. Uh, to keep talking about the local ones, uh, the one that I got to meet you at. Let me see. I got a scroll right here. I gotta
1: meet you at. Is it on this? Oh, one? the top one, in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, so I can't, I can't zoom in, but this one right here, right by Rudy's Barbershop uh, on his wall. Uh, talk about, talk about that one a little bit, because I definitely got some questions. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, so Rudy's wall, man. Oh, Rudy came through. Super cool about it. It's super great, guy, man. Like, I'm glad yeah. he gave us opportunity for this. It was a uh, super cool. I had approached them. And I didn't really know, Rudy. I mean, we knew each other through mutual people, but to say we sat down and had an introduction and talked, never. I remember walking into the building one day. I called him over the phone and said, Hey, I seen your building. You know, I like this wall. Let me paint something. He's like, We'll meet up sometime. We met up and then we just sat and talked about, it. I was like, Hey, you know, these are these artists. We want to collaborate. We want to get on this wall. And then he's seen a couple, a couple of stuff. I sent him some sketches. He's like, All right, cool. Let's do it. And then, like, a week before we did the wall, he said, hey, well, guess what? It's my birthday. It's the anniversary for the shop and this and that. He's like, let's just make a thing out of it. And we are like, you know what? All right, cool. I'm down with that. So then he networked with his buddies, had some tacos and stuff. They were good, there. by the way. Yeah, man. Taco Kings. Thank you for sure, man. They got great tacos. So they had, um, they had came. And it was a cool little event. I mean, for to be able to show people this type of work and – for them to enjoy it and see them as you're doing it. Cause all the times we do this, nobody's around. Like nobody's just you and the homeless guy next to you. <laughs> or it's just you and the guy out there with you. So to see everyone out there having a good time was, was really cool. So it was, it was assuring to know that when we plan to have another event and hopefully um, bring in more vendors, more people, you know, tidy it up, have a little more time to plan then it would for sure, you know, be a be a great outcome. Even this outcome was was super great. And Rudy was oh, for sure. super awesome, man. So
0: one question that I do have is like the the characters up at the top.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Like
0: what so I don't speak Spanish and I haven't had the time to like, you know
1: so the characters So who are those guys and like what are they saying? Rudy wanted those uh those characters up uh, and they come from an old um, spanish tv show like an old mexican show and every kid and every every mexican knows those characters and they're very the show is super cool you know it taught like a lot of like like life lessons or principles you know how to take like friends stuff like that so they wanted them up there and we just incorporated it within the piece and that's whenever that came to be so it was cool you know to incorporate those characters because i always loved illustrating too but now I do like letters and whatnot. So to be able to morph those two, like I'll do it anytime you give me a chance. Like I'll throw an illustration there, center it, have it playing with the letters and whatnot. So the fact that we got to do it on this wall was was super cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's super sick. And then who are the who are the other artists that that collaborated with you on it? Okay, the
1: other artist is uh, from, from do do from left to right. So just in case, from left to right. First one is exact with t2c the crew the one to the right is image with also with t2c then it's me and then on the far right is Brian king with iwk t2c those are all the artists with their crew affiliations Dope. Dope. um so
0: like one, one thing that comes comes across like do you have any quick like 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 maybe we can do some quick tips real quick because you know over time after you after you pay attention to walls enough you can start to read them better especially yeah. you know for the more technical technical stuff definitely um but it does take take a trained eye to yeah. to really get it you know sometimes which is good I that, that's like part of it i think so do you have any kind of like quick tips for somebody who really wants to see a little bit more that you know they're, they're saying well graffiti is kind of cool like i like them sometimes but also it, i it's, it's hard to read them sometimes. Yeah. So, like, like, do you have any, you know, maybe for the south side, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd say that it all it all depends, man, because, like, you have some artists, like, their style is just, like, off the bat, like, crazy already, just this wild style. So it really takes a lot to break the letters down. Like, okay, I see the cake coming in. this kicking back in over here. But I'd always say, so if you see the piece up, you'd see the piece, the burner, whatever, look anywhere around it. You're going to see the tag. Mm -hmm. most of the time the tags be more legible than the 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 pieces most of the times so you'll be able to see the tag and like okay that's this artist i'm gonna look out for him but they get complex like let's say you're going out there you only have two cans you're gonna hit burners all night to where what's the burners so you have a tag right and that's like a single stroke like one can hit your tag with your name or a marker and you just hit the tag and then you have a burner which is two can like one can just the cans, and it's just simple bubble letters, you know, the structure still flows, but you're just throwing your name up in simple letters, like one color fill in one color, one color outline, mm-hmm. or maybe a shadow just in and out. It's meant to be like, get to the spot less than two minutes. I'm out of there mm-hmm. and on to the next place. And so if you're low on pain, you don't have money, you'll just go out there and do burners or catch some tags or something. But then from the burner, you go up to like a piece. So like, so tag, throw up burner gets a little more color on it for the bubble letters it's a little more technical and then you have the piece which is super technical then you have your giant mural so you'll go around town you might see someone's name like in this fat chisel tip tag in one style Mm -hmm. and then they'll be down the street with a mop which is dripping on the tag and then you might see them with like a throw up over here on this building so you'll be able to see all the different styles from the same artist so i mean a lot of times you'll be able to read it legibly. You just have to find the rest of their work. And I always, if I'm out of town or Denver or somewhere, and I see the artist, I typically always put them in Instagram and find them. I'm like, yo, I like his work. Even right now, there's a lot of artists that I've been following for since Instagram first started. And you see them transition from doing this illegally, like hardcore, getting a lot of notoriety, and now getting sponsored. Or you're getting picked up by like uh, Monster Energy and saying, hey, let's break a world record. Just paint this building. We're going to fund everything. And so they're getting picked up by clothing companies. And I mean, all within think right, too, because every time all these businesses want to market and advertise, they use graffiti. And then, like, where's the artist at? So it's yeah. like now, like, I love what the seventh letter did. They're saying, you know what? We're going to capitalize on this. Like, we're cashing in. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll do the work since they're going to replicate it anyways, and we'll get paid. You know, since having people rip us off and bite our stuff, like H&M they've been in trouble for that, you know, using other artists' work, putting on their clothing, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. lawsuits come into play. But, yeah, man, I would say that this is definitely definitely a thing, like breaking down the lettering. Not bad. I got super sidetracked with that. No, you know, no, you're good. That. You're good. No,
0: that's it, 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 why I asked the question. Um, but you touched on something really important that will help us transition into the third C, too, which is company. And, like, you know, one thing that we're seeing within our local community, and, I mean, like you said you know earlier in our conversation is just like when you go to these different areas dallas austin houston the bigger metropolitan areas uh you know you see graffiti as tourist like like attractions oh yeah and you know especially in the hip-hop community i mean like like big crit has like 10 murals of you know him and stuff like in different places two chains has you know murals on some of his buildings of like his his kid and yeah and you know like really big pieces And then you think about like, uh, uh, I love you so much, you know, that simple line over in uh, Austin, you know, that's uh, world famous at this point, you know, just from the simple to the absolute like complex. And then George Floyd and, you know, all these other different types, they become sources of of revenue for businesses because it attracts, it gets people's attention and gets people taking photos and then the Instagram culture that we live in, everybody wants their photo uh, around this art piece because it, it kind of like it, it it says something about them, but also like it, it it just it builds that community, right? Like of of like, hey, this is this is who I am too. Definitely, you know. So like, talk a little bit about that because you know we're seeing it more and off more often in our local community. Um, you know, how can graffiti and and art like this on walls in in a, in a in the public sphere on the side of businesses help get those you know build those business, businesses
1: businesses. I'd say that through recent experience even like at Rudy's wall, we talk we we still talk to this day, you know how everything's been going. He tells me about people been stopping at the wall and he even said he's had a lot more people stop in. You know, so it's been beneficial to his business because every time we out there people are taking pictures and you're already there. It's so like, what's around here? Like, is there anywhere to eat? Like, hey, what is this building? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a barber shop. Okay, cool. Next time my brother mentions something, hey, dude, go to Rudy's, you know? So it brings more business to the place for sure. And I feel this be a super useful tool for businesses alike, especially, you know, in different parts of the community, because you put up a wall that a lot of people gravitate towards, and especially if, like, you want to target a specific clientele, a specific demographic that's going to pertain to it. Your restaurant or what you're selling in the area you're in and if you get like the white the right wall up then oh man like people just flood the street and you can even work with people like say hey let's put up this mural and for every person that takes a picture with the wall and like tags restaurant it's like you know free taco or something that yeah. way it just like pushes it out there more so people visit that wall more people like hey what's here we're already here. Let's get a bite to eat. We're already here. Let's just get this. I need one. I need something from this store. So it definitely does help bring more business, bring more traffic to at least people seeing your store. And if you have people like 100 people passing by throughout the week, just because of the walk, let's say 10 of those people stop in. I mean, those 10 people that weren't going to stop in before, you know, because yeah. there was no wall there that brought them to that location. Exactly. So I'd say it's just a super good tool. And I mean, it's a win-win because... A lot of the times, if the shop owner or the business owner has specific message, he wants to incorporate or she wants to incorporate or like an illustration, you can always make it happen and squeeze it in there. You know, a lot of times people compromise They say, OK, cool, like, give and take Like your name here, that, that, mm-hmm. right, you can do that. Yeah, so it's super awesome to be able to collaborate with people like that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're you're able to kind of be a vessel for that business owner
1: to showcase like what they're about yeah you know through kind of your lens and through your hands and before even going into the business like get a feel for the atmosphere and like fill them out like you said you already just passed by and, like you know what i think of that like all right cool you know? yeah so yeah any more comfortable going in to know like they're probably like-minded or they like have the same interests you do
0: yeah exactly and like it kind of goes back to something you said earlier which is respect you know, like like how important that is in the graffiti culture of like you gotta earn your stripes a bit. Definitely. And you know, for somebody to come into your business, you gotta earn their trust, you gotta earn their respect, you gotta earn like, is this business for me? Is it gonna communicate to me? Yeah. And what way to do like what better way to do that than with art instead of an ad? Yeah, for sure. You know? Awesome, man. So um let's see if there's any comments. Long live Drake. Yes, totally. <laughs> Thanks for the comment. Um, awesome, man. I, I I think I touched on everything that I wanted to touch on. Let me like look at my notes yeah, here that, sure. I looked, <laughs> that I haven't looked. I haven't looked at you yet. You can
1: look at that. I was just gonna mention something also. Um yeah, but this year, man, like I said, I've met I've I've been through a bit. Sometimes walls go super smooth to where I wasn't expecting it. I got like two walls in one day. When I'm off work or it's raining, I'll just drive around, stop in, ask them like, hey, you know, can I make this happen? But twice this year I've been uh, under an investigation. And it's crazy because before I would go just on a word to word basis, like, hey, you gave me the verbiage, like the verbal, like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that. And yeah, that's probably not the best way to do things. Whenever <laughs> the police show up, man, you're just sitting there like, yo, like." I had permission, man. Like, we'll show. No, like, I'm good. Like, that's probably not the coolest way to go about it. So, one occasion, the wall that I did with um, the, there was a person doing a, t- a giant drip tag. And it said Gemini. Like, it came down the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The and Hotel building. Yeah. So right across in the foundry. Let's I had see. did a.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you. I, I'm I'm yeah, glad you brought one. that up. So like, yeah, let's let's talk about the legality
1: illegality thing. So okay. yeah,
0: c- continue. So we we.
1: That's that's the wall you're referencing. Yeah, I did that wall. And it was crazy because before I had even did the wall, like I went through everything to make sure it was kosher. Like I sent the police department, like printed out aerial view, like where I'm at with the arrows pointing to it, the address, the owner's information, her number, like my information my phone number, I gave them the time I'd be out there. The cops even showed up because someone called the cops and they showed up, left, everything was cool but i think what happens is that whenever a piece goes up that even strict like remotely resembles any type of graffiti then the city's gonna get a call about it so if they call and say hey there's some graffiti over here the city then goes okay cool well let's call the owner mm-hmm. and find out you know if it's if they had permission to do it Then that's their own that's their business but if they didn't we'll go and paint over it well i don't know how it happens specifically but the point is like that owner from that business, they gained permission. Ended up saying she never gained permission. Oh no! So then, now next thing I know, a detective has a case, and I'm just like, oh man, should I be worried? Shouldn't I be worried? Like I didn't, I got all my text messages, but still, it's thousands of dollars to even go into court to prove that, you know, and that that money could really be allocated somewhere else. Yeah, you know, a totally. Lot better. But that happened, and at that point, I kind of learned. I was like, you know what? Screw that, like permission slip. That's what's up every time. We're gonna sign it, signature, location, everything. There's no confusion about it. And then it worked, you know. One time I was over there, but had a Beetlejuice wall across the southern yeah. a hillside. And so, yeah, that far left, that one. Yeah, so we were there that night, <clears throat> me and King. And then cops showed up, put out the permission slip, but like, all right, cool. And I was like, yeah, this is what I got going on. Like, like we're, we're not really too worried about it dude like we're busy so we just want to make sure you got the paperwork all right we're out here Mm -hmm. and I was like oh perfect that was smooth you know so that happened and then the next walk I did I went up to this guy okay so if I like the building and there's no owner around like no one I'll call this city appraisal district and then from there they give me the information the owner maybe an address so then from there I'll drive to Chandler like the south side wherever the dude's at and i'll pull up this house take this out dude let me paint your wall man and so i did that This one guy and he was super cool old old school dude so i asked him everything was cool I was like all right here's a permission slip he's like i ain't signing that yeah he's like i gave you my word why do i have to sign that piece of paper and I get it. He's old school, man. People back then, when they said something, that was their word. You know, that's what you trusted them by. Like you had to back in that day. No cell phones, no sure. internet. You know, you, when you said something, that was it. Yeah, it's a handshake. So I was like, all right, I get it. And then I stick my phone in my pocket. I started recording. And I was like, hey, so again, is it cool? You know, I dropped the the address and the verbiage. Uh-huh. I dropped everything. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I was like, all right, just, you know, cover my ass. Then, I went to go do the wall. The police showed up, code enforcement showed up. Like it was like big deal. They had called the owner up and then the owner was like, nope, never gave permission, to kick him off the property. So we got kicked off the property mid piece, like midway, dude, we were doing it. And I was like, oh man. But I think what it is, is like, to be honest, some of these minority owners, like in this side of town aren't well educated about their rights about what rights they have as a citizen, about what rights they have as a shop owner within the city, you know? Like, that information is just not there, you know? So as a business owner, whether you have a language barrier, whether you're worried about this or worried about that, you get a call from the police department, code enforcement, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, everything's cool, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just like, hey, we got a question about this. But to them, it's like, "Mm, you shouldn't be calling me. Yeah. So to them, I'd imagine, like I said, I don't know, but this is just my thought process. They're like, yo, I don't need no problems. No, I didn't let them because they automatically assume they're going to get in trouble. Yeah. But the police in the city is just curious. So from there, it's like, no, get off the property or trespass. And that's happened a couple of times. So now it's just strictly paperwork. You can't hide that. You know, it's just, that's how I go about it. So I've been just going about it legally, doing laws, but. And then then, charges, man. It's no joke. Like, no investigation is worth it. The second you hear that, like, oh, you're being investigated. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I got to get a lawyer. Like, you're just waiting for it. Like, money's flying around. Oh, it's crazy. Dude.
0: Yeah. So one question that I had uh, in that is, like, the, the, the success of a graffiti artist. It's, like, the success would be being known and also not getting caught yeah, (laughs) and not getting caught up, you know? So like, like you you mentioned, it's not worth an investigation, but to some extent it is worth, you know, like doing it, it it is, you know, if you keep doing it, like obviously it is worth it in some degree. So like it's high risk, high reward. So like at what level do you like, how do you keep that balance of, you know, like, you know, t- hey, I know this is going to be risky, but if it pays off, if it works out, it's going to be yeah, good. Nice. You know what I mean? So, like, how do you
1: balance that, like, in your own head and maybe even in the moment sometimes? See, you um, I always calculate the the reward versus the risk. And sometimes, like you said, it's just too good to pass up. You see a golden opportunity and, you know, you have a tendency to play it safe through self-preservation and, you know, staying out of jail and doing this, whatever the case may be. but There's times where it comes where, like, I always say, if you feel it intuitively, like, if I feel it, like, with my gut or I'm taking it, like, it doesn't matter what, like, I'm going for it. And those are the times where it's come out the best. And I've actually had an enormous amount of success, you know. So I would say, yeah, you're right. It is worth it because at the end of the day, it's exposure. And, you know, you're getting yourself out there. So let's say one time, this was back in oh nine oh eight. But a billboard was hit up off the bridge of fifth and beckham the billboard was hit up and after that billboard was hit up everyone knew about it. Was like, oh, that billboard you know so it's kind of like oh dang like whoever did that billboard deal was on top of the world at that point it's like so much credit and stuff like that you know you make it into magazines and stuff more people start seeing your work so you know you took a risk but it paid off like crazy so even now like i'll take that into consideration when i do this so it's like, man, I, I gotta I got a reputation to uphold. I'm really trying to do a law. I'm really trying to like, you know, get out there. But if I do this right now, you know. So it, it, it it's just back and forth, but it ends up leveling itself out. Like you said, you know, you're not gonna reach that level if you don't take that risk. If you just always play it safe then the day when that's all you're gonna have, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the amount of work you put into it is what you're gonna get out of it. So I treat it like that in a sense because I try not to let up, you know, people like. Get complicit within like a small level of success, it's like you know what, yeah, it's pretty cool. But I say just never be satisfied, man. And that's the way I treat it. I'm just like I'm never satisfied. I could have been better. It could have been a better spot. Like we could have done this bigger. Like we could have came higher with it. Like you know. So I'm always hungrier and hungrier each time. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think that's why. You know, Well, that
0: that that's definitely why I wanted to have you on this podcast because that's this is the podcast for people like you that think on levels of there is no limit. Yeah. There the only limit is the amount of work and and skill and dedication that you put into it. And you know that you've got more in you. And so you answer that call. Definitely. And that's the beautiful thing, I think, is is like is is the fact that you're working it out, you know, and you're breaking the
1: barriers. You yeah. know what I mean? You're, yeah, I feel like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're one. good. You're good. I feel like the a big factor within that all too is just being patient because most people like we're we're used to instant everything you know hmm. instant this instant that the depressive but instant results for this but in most cases it's not always overnight you know you got to put mad work in like a lot of work and to even reach a small point to like you know what okay this was cool but now we got to put more work in and people expect to do something overnight it's like okay cool it blew up like you right, just kicking back and it's like no nah, you know Like once you reach a certain goal, you just got to push towards the next one and continuously push. So it's like that, man, no days off pretty much. And I never get discouraged. At first I did, but I realized, you know, hey, it's, it's it's a slow process, you know, just keep at it and it'll come to fruition and eventually it'll flower and you'll be able to get a little bit more out of it. So as it stands right now, every time I even go out to ask someone about a wall and they say no. I don't get so much discouraged because I'm like, you know what, like that was a step towards this goal, you know, went out there, asked someone, that's one step. And all these steps are slowly gonna work towards a bigger goal and allow me the opportunity to maybe one day get paid, maybe one day, not have to buy spray paint so I can just do this, you know, with sponsored paint or like, you know, something like that. So whatever comes out of it at the end of the day, but I know for sure, like continuously building on it, not giving up is, is for sure key, man not getting discouraged through it all
0: yeah yeah man thank you so much for being on the episode uh for for being on the podcast uh i think that anybody who's in any realm of communication community building building a business can learn from someone like yourself uh just i mean the the lessons of like reverse engineering a location reverse engineering your audience and making sure your message is right making sure that not only the message is right but that it can it can actually build a community and like resonate with other people and and really so to the degree that you identify with it and then to that next step of like once those things happen it can build business it can it can create a path for monetization for successful career and for that like that 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 ceiling above you to be
1: Broken. Yeah, definitely, man, and and I'm I'm excited for all of that as well. I would say though that um. Also, just I don't want to leave anything out before we you no, know, you're Unplug, but. As of lately, I've been seeing this more and more as a way of like being able to understand each other. Like I said, with everything going on in the world now, like we're just so split and divided between this mindset and that mindset, or this and that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, being able to realize the similarities in one another and saying, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human, so let's connect with that. You know what I mean? As opposed to, well, you're this, so let me put this little wall up and this barrier here. So, really, been wanting to push out more thought-provoking art more walls to where like you're slightly uncomfortable that makes you question like well why am I comfortable you know that's the truth then why do I feel this way and kind of make you self-reflect especially in areas where problems are pretty prevalent right now so that's something I want to push push towards more lately and I mean after these walls I've been getting a lot of collab, like a lot of messages from other artists want to collaborate and that's beautiful you know that's the way I set this up one of the reasons why I set this up is that there's a lot of walls and opportunities out there. And there's so much talent in this community, like so much creatives out there that have the ability to knock this out. But sometimes due to like their economic struggle or like where they stand or like how they come up, they're not presented certain opportunities. And to be able to give a kid an opportunity, maybe before he even gets out of school, to say, hey, you know, this is my portfolio, this is what I've done, this is what I've accomplished, like now get paid. Like, you can go out there on a weekend and knock out, like, some commissions or something or do something big on that skill. So been working with a couple artists lately, and hopefully we got some wasps pushing out with them so I can showcase some other artists and get some of their stuff bouncing around. So, yeah, that. And there was one other thing I wanted to touch on. Nah, man,
0: I lost it. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. So, so, so you're hitting, though at like what's next. So, do we have any other walls that, that we can maybe, I, I imagine yeah. you don't want to, you, you don't want to like say locations perhaps yeah. right now, but like, is there, is there another one that
1: is, is already
0: booked that you're like,
1: uh, I'm ready to take it down? There's a couple. Yeah. I would say like Vine Street, look out for Vine Street or by Dragon's Breath. And right now I'm coming from Hillside and going down Gentry. So I'm focusing on Gentry right now. There's a lot of walls down there that are promising. I was just out there last week talking to some shop owners and really want to move into that area as well. Cause I feel like I have a lot to say in that area too. You know, like right there in that specific demographics, like there's a lot to be said in that area that I know that people would appreciate and really stand behind. It'd be a positive message. So those walls over there are really, really want to be touched, man. So just look out for that and some other stuff in the works right now, but here soon, you know, we will drop some information. I'm pretty excited about this year and what's to come and how we finish the year and how to build for an even better one next year. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for uh
0: watching the show, for listening to the show. If you've got uh, any other, uh, if you want to follow Gemini, I highly recommend that you do definitely visit this Instagram page right
1: here. Also at a, a wall near you. Yeah. Yeah. wall near you is the move as a pay is a, the page for the movement, and that's my personal uh, account. Yeah. So on the wall near you, Instagram, it would have every artist piece that has touched the wall and that came through the movement. You know, like if I allocated the wall and gave it to an artist, then that would come up on there. Yeah. A couple of these walls, like I said, had to go down. That one with that girl on there, that one had to come down the next day. The one to the right oh, yeah. came down still working on trying to get this public wall man like hopefully here soon i'm really close i'm really close i feel but it's massive wall and we're trying to get it to open it up like with graffiti rules so basically anyone can go anytime no permission needed paint whatever you'd like within the confines of like you know there's kids there so mm-hmm. just obvious things but aside from that anyone can go over and paint over your stuff always it's always like well, if your stuff is super fire and complex, they like no one's gonna touch it because they're not gonna ruin something that took you eight hours to deal with two seconds of a, of a stroke. So, hopefully, we get that going off soon, so more kids can you know pick up a can or pick up this medium and just be able to hone in on that if they'd like to, just kind of pursue that as a creative outlet. Yeah, love it, man. Awesome appreciate you for having me man. yeah of
0: course of course like share subscribe go follow my friend jim and i and we will see you next week peace